Tune in to the True North Podcast, where Talia Kyra Mirvash explores emotional awareness, authentic self-improvement, and personal growth practices that have helped hundreds change their lives, including her own. Talia is a certified life coach and speaker who helps souls navigate towards their own true north. Join Talia and her guests each Monday to see how you can navigate, locate, and recalibrate your inner compass to gain a purposeful, authentic, and fulfilling life. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the True North Podcast. I'm so excited and honored and grateful that you're here listening today. Whether this is your first episode with us on the True North Podcast or your 102nd like this episode is, I'm just so excited. So excited you're here because this episode in particular is with an incredible human being. You're not going to want to miss this conversation. Who is it with? Who am I talking to? It is with Jacqueline Perez, aka Jack. And Jack is a pro aging champion. She promotes normalizing aging for women through curated content and women driven brands. She has over 55 categories of thought leaders for women and 40 women driven brands in her business, Cool Life. It offers a whole opportunity inside her cool life business to share, to learn, to shop and play. And Jack, if you know anything about her, she is absolutely gorgeous and she's an endorphin junkie. She's also an avid jump roper and Peloton fanatic like I know some of you are too. She's also a third degree black belt in Taekwondo and she is kicking our booty into gear, learning all about the wisdom of just normalizing the aging process for us women. She has a newsletter, which is in the show notes below. So I highly recommend going down there, clicking that link and joining the cool life roundup. Jack is seriously an incredible human. And inside this episode, she gets vulnerable y'all. She gets real. And we're just, we're really talking about how to share and learn and normalize the aging process for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 year olds and beyond. It's just, it's so beautiful to talk about my age group versus midlife versus the boomer generation and so on. And we're just really getting real with it. So this empowering, educational, informational episode is going to be for you. So have a listen. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to have you here with us today. How are you, Jack or Jacqueline? Which one do you want me to call you today? Talia. Hi. Um, You can call me Jack uh, or Jacqueline. Very, very few people want to take the time to say the whole name, but either one works. I, I respond to either one. Thank I you love it. Me. Yes. Thank you so much. I know we've connected multiple times throughout the last couple of years on Clubhouse on Cup of Joy with Nina O'Bear. And it's been awesome. I always hear your voice. You have such a speaking voice too, by the way. And you. you're always like, I'm just drawn to everything you say. And you're just, you're so aware. And I just, I know you have so much to share with us today. So I cannot wait to dive deeper into cool life, into everything that you're offering to the world. But first and foremost, I want to know where you are because you're a world traveler and you're just so fun. So where are you right now as we're recording? I just want to start there. (laughs) Well, if it had been like three days ago, I would have told you I was in Colombia, but I am back stateside. And when I am not traveling, 
I reside in Chapel Hill, which is in North Carolina. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I know when we were talking like a, a week or two ago, you were in Columbia and you've been there, you were there for a while, right? I was there for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. And I know it was just paradise. You had shown the group when we were in a workshop that there was just paradise right out there. So what a great life. <laughs> uh, it doesn't suck. I'm not going to lie. I, I yeah. enjoy, I enjoy looking and hearing and smelling the ocean whenever I have an opportunity to put myself in a place where that, that is my surrounding. Mm. I, I take, I, I grab, I grab hold of any and any and all opportunities. <laughs> we share that similarity. I actually lived in North Carolina for two years last year, all of 2020 through 2022. And we moved in, I want to say February or March away from Charlotte to back to the ocean, back to Florida, because our hearts, my husband and I, we were like, oh, I need it. I need it. Where's the ocean? Where's the salty air? I need sand in my toes. I can't do this anymore. And so I feel that. I feel that so hard. <laughs> but okay, Jack, so tell us a little bit about what you do with Cool Life, what your business is, what you offer. I just, I can't wait to talk about this because there's so much wisdom women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and on can take from this episode. So tell us what you do. Talia, I'm happy. I'm happy to share. Anyone who sits still long enough, I will, I will share because I feel that what I'm doing in the world right now is very important and critical. We are in need of a sea change, a paradigm shift in the way that we view aging, in particular for women. I am not at all here to tell you that men don't go through their own uh challenges, opportunities, whatever, however you want to label them. But I, as a woman who just turned 58, actually not just turned 58, I'm already halfway through my 58th year. Really? I don't understand how that happened. But, you know, as a woman in midlife and beyond, it hit really close to home that I began to feel less relevant, more invisible, less useful, less seen. I wasn't seeing myself in the media, Talia, when I would look at magazines or billboards, the commercials, the media that is targeted, that uses women my age or older, it's all about products that I don't use yet. Meaning like that maybe someday I will need the adult diapers, but I'm not there yet. And I still shop at anthrop Anthropology or, you know, uh, you know, wherever anthropology is my biggest one, because I don't see anyone that looks like me. And I use a lot of anthropology's clothing, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And I would like for us to be better represented. I would like mm -hmm. for you, as you age to see women that look like you in the activities that you perform in the clothing that you like to wear, I don't want anyone, I know you just shared that you just turned 30 and I don't want anyone to feel that the way I felt when I got into my fifties. And, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I never said what it is I'm doing. I just told you why I'm doing it. I love it. I love it. Give us the, the, the why first, because the intention behind that already is like so pure and so strong. And I, I don't even realize, I didn't even realize until you just said some of those things like, yeah, the marketing is very skewed and 
when we get into our 50s, 60s, 70s, I mean, my mom is about to be 64. Sorry, mom, if you're listening. But she, we shop together. We do all the same things. She's just, her body is literally just aging, but she's still going. And we're just, why, why is it? Why do you think that? And I just, I can't wait to hear what you do to help with that. What I decided to do, because what happened to me was I went through a very difficult transition through menopause. Every other human goes through this transition you, if you're lucky enough and live long enough, you'll go through it as well. But I didn't understand what was going on with me. I had every symptom, every negative symptom that you could think of. I couldn't find information to help myself. My medical provider basically was letting me know that I just needed to suck it up because that was just what happened to women. I didn't, I, I chose to not accept that as an answer. I truly believe that there had to be a solution for me. I needed to find it. And then when, as I was doing it, and I finally did, I mean, I had gained 40 pounds, which clearly I'd lost. And I had brain fog, which I don't know how clear that clear that is in the way I'm talking today that that's gone, but it's pretty gone. I, I, I promise you. But um, yeah, I, and so what I, what I realized was that we're lacking the information. We can't access it. So what I decided to do was to build a repository, a digital platform, a website, basically, where we can house the relevant content that is important to women in this stage of life. And Talia, it is com complex. When you get to this stage of life, your kid is either in high school and you've got an aging parent that you're taking care of. So you're in that sandwich generation or your child has left home and you're dealing with empty nest. What about dating after 50, if you've had a gray divorce, which is very common. That's the other thing. The most divorces are initiated by women after 50. I could go on and on with the varied, like I said, challenges and opportunities that present yeah. themselves during this phase of life. Yeah. What better way to navigate that than with the wisdom and knowledge of other like-minded women who are going through it or who, or who have gone through it. And even more importantly, that are helping women out in the world today with those particular issues. Mm -hmm. And those are the women that I went out and found and somehow, I don't know, cajoled, begged, pled them to join forces with me to bring that valuable information to women everywhere. Oh and that's gosh. what I did. And so Cool Life is a repository where 60, almost 60 women from around the world write articles to help women all over the world navigate this season of life. Oh my goodness. That like, <laughs> I'm processing as I'm talking right now, because that seems so incredible. And I wish that we talked sooner because there's so many women in my world that need that information, no matter what age they are, they're probably going to experience those similar things. And I know for me, I've had so many people on this podcast that are talking about women's health, nutrition, hormone health, all of these things. And we, my generation now is like, why aren't we, why weren't we told that birth control was going to do that to us? Why weren't we 
informed that this was going to happen and change when we had babies. Why? And we're just, we're just kind of frustrated, I feel like, because there's not a wholeness. Like it's not, it's just, oh yeah, you have to just do this and this is how your life goes. And it's like, actually, there's so many different ways we could be going about certain things. And I always try to think of my ancestors. I'm like, well, how did they deal with this? Oh, wait, they weren't eating this type of food or they had different, you know, they didn't have this type of medicine. And I just, I try to understand my body and connecting with other women is how I do that. It's just, well, what does yours do? Like, what, how did you experience that? And then we find commonalities and it just, it's like wildfire. So the fact that you created this repository and this whole digital platform for women to come and share their knowledge, I think that's probably the best way to get information and actually like feel so connected. Human connection is the whole point. So you nailed it. That's so awesome. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Talia. Yeah, I, I totally agree that um, sharing information and learning from one another, but we also need to play too, because <sighs> it, playing, it, you know, you said, you mentioned isolation. I, I, you probably already know this, but maybe some of your audience doesn't know this, but isolation is a more deadly disease, quote unquote, and will affect you more negatively, it's more likely to kill you than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day mm. or having a, 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 you know, a highly skewed BMI. The reality is that we are creatures that require other creatures. Mm. And when we don't get that, when we don't get that human connection, it wreaks havoc on, on us emotionally, spiritually, but even physiologically. So yeah, it's important to be in community and it's important to have access to other women who have information that we need. Yeah. And, and I can't even believe though, that at 30, you're still being shut out of the information trade. Yeah. I thought I, I'm, a little, I'm a little angry and I'm disappointed and surprised in a not good way. I really- yeah just means that I can't get tired. We need to keep pushing and we mm. need to keep getting the information out there and making noise. So women your age know that they're entitled to much better care, much better information. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm horrified Talia, that, <laughs> that you're at 30, that your group of peers, that that group is struggling as much as it still is. As, yeah. As, and, and I don't, I don't take it anymore as a, as a problem. I take it more as ownership, but that part alone made me upset at first that I had to take ownership and accountability of my own body and the way I wanted to go through life and the feelings I was having and the hormones and all of the changes it annoyed me that I had to be my own resource. Advocate. Yes. Advocate. Yeah. And yeah, my own advocate. And I think a lot of women that I talk to and coach and share spaces with, we feel very similarly going through our twenties, getting to our thirties and then having children and, and going through that whole transition of life. It's, it's not talked about. And I will say I do believe my generation is the generation that's starting to talk, that's doing 
a lot more. I'm reading so much. I'm learning so much. I'm engorging myself with all of the information. So I'm not, I'm using that anger for good. And I think you are too, which is the best part where you can turn that like pain into purpose, into power, and just like let that anger fuel it so that we can, like you said, make noise and actually talk about the things that no one's really talking about, right? Even though we're so powerful, we for some reason forget that. Yes, I I agree. We are very powerful, especially as a collective. And I, I think to your point, Talia, about your generation becoming, you know, becoming louder. I think yeah. that's wonderful. And I and I know you guys are educating yourself because half of my readership, you know, if I if I if I'm to believe Google Analytics, right, half of my readership is below 45. And when I first saw that, I I was surprised and startled. I actually questioned the validity of it, right? But it's stayed consistent. It's been consistent over the last couple of years. And the only thing I can surmise is that it's part of what you're talking about, about making noise that Mm. you, you all are really curious and are now rolling up your sleeves and becoming advocates for yourself. And in order to do that, you need to become educated and informed. And how do you do that in a world where we just don't talk much mm-hmm. about issues and women's challenges, especially challenges that come with the aging process? Because women mm-hmm. aren't supposed to age, right? We're supposed to, I don't know, lock in whatever that time is. I don't know if it's 30. I don't know. <laughs> the <but> prime, yeah. <laughs> whatever that is for society or you, it's like we're supposed to lock down on that number and then not deviate from it at all, right? Or at least pretend that we're not deviating from it at all. And I find it um, good news that the readership does have that level of um, diversity from an age perspective, because that makes me feel like you guys are arming yourself so that you won't be dealing with a lot of the same, excuse my French, crap that my generation, the Gen X generation and the my older generation, the boomer generation yeah. have are dealing with today, right? Yeah, yeah, so. no. And this is so powerful that you were courageous and brave enough to create this outlet for people to go to, come to read these resources and just from other women. Like what? like you went to the source, like you, you went to the root and you got it and you're pulling it out and you're providing these resources. So can you give us an example of some of those resources or some of your favorite ones that you have of, of articles on your, on your platform? Hi friends. I wanted to pop inside this episode, invite you to the TCM talk of the month. What is the TCM talk? Well, it's a talk with me, Talia Kyra Mervash, where I give you tactics and engaging exercises for you to understand and connect with yourself on a deeper spiritual level. The mission of these talks is to really help you emotionally, personally, financially, abundantly understand yourself, where you're at in life and where you want to go using your inner compass or your navigation system. Some people like to call this their intuition, the Holy Spirit, divine guides, inner self, inner knowing, etc. 
I am here to help you figure out which one aligns with you so that you can lead a life of authenticity genuinely and lead from within. This is about navigating, locating, and recalibrating that compass. So every single month, I will be here for you. Whether you watch live with us or purchase the recording, it's so that you take control of your life and you are no longer a victim of your reality. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you. The link is in the show notes to attend live. And if you missed it, don't even worry about it. You can attend the recordings and do it on your own time. I'll see you inside. Can't wait. Yes, I am thrilled to do that because we have some really impressive heavy hitters on the roster. I call them the cool life thought leaders. I mean, we have a woman who writes about how it's important to laugh and 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 bring joy and laughter because that's that is it's a key to keeping, you know, cortisol levels low and stress and all that that good stuff. She used to be on she was on Saturday night live at one point in time, you know, Elaine Williams. I mean, she's a, she's a heavy hitter. We also have, you know, um, this Kay Newton who lives in Mallorca, Spain. She's an expat from the UK. So that's, that's the other thing is like, I've really been looking at getting a global perspective because different, uh, different cultures have different viewfinders. What an amazing opportunity if we can have access to those different viewfinders, because who knows, that might resonate with you that, and you didn't know it existed because it, it wasn't common to you, right? Yeah. You didn't have access to it, but now you do. I'm trying to think who else, you know, women, I know I cared a lot about fashion and beauty when I was 30, but guess what? I still care about fashion and beauty at 58 and guess what? So do a lot of women or like I said, if I'm to believe Google Analytics, that is true because our fashion leaders and our beauty leaders are very well regarded and very well read because it does get challenging for some of us as we age as to what can we wear? What should we wear? Can yeah. we wear? You know? And it's I nice to that. have, it's nice to have guidance and it's nice to have opportunities to up-level our fashion play if we want to, right? And 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 have it looked at from a viewfinder of a woman in midlife and beyond. Mm. Those are and just I, a couple, but I, yeah. I, I mean- Oh my gosh, no, I love it. I think it's so helpful that you mentioned the, the global perception and the perspective of different cultures. That's huge. I would have never thought of that, but you can't, you, you, we should, we should be looking at other cultures in different worlds and different countries because they might be eating different things. They might be seeing different things. They might be experiencing different things and we might not be matching it. And we're, we have to look at our lifestyle and our whole society. So I just think that's fascinating. I love that you figured this out and you've made it a platform. I, I would love to be a part of it. How can we sign up for it? I know we're not done at all, but how can we sign up for it? I need to put a plug in for it right now because I want people to know. Well, so the information is free. It's it's open. And I did that because I needed to I needed to gift that to the women of the world. And as a matter of fact, I my launch date happens to be Valentine's Day, February 14th. And that was very intentional. But if you want to support the movement of normalizing aging and you want to support the content, we would love for you to become a member. 
And, and there are some additional perks to being a member, right? You can, if you have a business, we have a business directory, so you can list your business. There is content that is only for member only, and you can only download it if you're a member. The other thing is that I have an e-commerce platform. It's a place where women-driven brands can sell their products and services. And I did that also because the largest percentage of entrepreneurs are women in their in midlife uh, after 50. They're also the most successful cohort of entrepreneurs. And we can, we can, we could talk for hours about why that's true, but I put a shopping experience on the platform to give women and men, anyone, an opportunity to purchase with a purpose and literally put money into the pocket of another small owned Mm. woman driven brand. You get 10% off of everything if you're a member. So that's just another perk of becoming a member. But honestly, the membership is there. It's almost like, you know, PBS. You know, you know, when when, you know, I mean, I am not, I'm not trying to be not for profit. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so your membership due is not tax refundable, but you know, or tax write-off, I should say. But um uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would, the more members, the better, and the more members, the more better, more and better content we can provide. Yes. Yes. And I'll definitely put that link in the show notes for everyone to go click on it and check everything out. But I want to get back to what you were saying. You've said it multiple times now of like laughter and play and the enjoyment of aging, because yes, we want to normalize it. We want to make ourselves as women feel empowered all of life, not just while you're hot and in your prime, right? Where you're able to, you know, birth children if you want to and go through that and then, oh, nope, it's over. No, it doesn't need to be over. So how can we, what are some ways that you've added fun into your life since aging, since being 30? How have you add play and laughter and fun and enjoyment to your aging process just for us youngins listening. <laughs> yeah, great. That's a great question. And I love that question. I was uh, a, a, a singer, actor, dancer growing up. I My initial career choice was, was going to be being a stage, stage performer. Well, you know, in my early 50s, I found an opportunity to get my way back on the stage. And I went back and sang, sang and danced on stage, you know, in several shows, super fun. And, you know, who thinks of doing that, you know, after, after 50, that's the thing is you can do that whenever you want. Right. So I went back to the stage to sing and dance. That was a huge enjoyment factor for me. And then honestly, the travel, Mm -hmm. I am a huge travel person before what I like to jokingly call motherhood prison before motherhood prison, I traveled <laughs> extensively. <laughs> awesome. Now I love travel. I, I love travel so much. It, it makes that wanderlust like all, like you just feel alive when you travel, at least I do. So I totally relate to that one. Yes. So I am making travel a huge part of my life right now. As a matter mm. of fact, this year, 2022, or last year, I think, because I think we're going live in mm-hmm. 2023, which I'm super excited about, right? Yeah, start out, you could take start it. out the year. Happy New Year, everyone. 
Yeah. So, I mean, last year I traveled probably three or four months out of the whole, if I, I bet if I go back and calculate how many weeks I was gone, it's probably three to four months out of the year. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. I love that you prioritize that because if that's your, your love language to yourself is exploring and travel and nature and being in the world, like what better way to feel so connected and grounded to yourself and to the earth. I just think that's fascinating. Yeah. And I have a new goal now to get to 60 countries by the time I'm 60. And then I want to get to 65 countries by the time I'm 65. So that's that's my new goal. (laughs) I love it. Your passport's probably awesome. (laughs) It's probably packed, but I love that. I love that so much, Jack. And just the, the dancing and singing part too. Like I grew up as a dancer. I loved all types of dance, tap, jazz, ballet. I always try to incorporate that in my weeks at some point, because I'm like, I just need to dance. I just need to like, let go. And like, I'll tell my husband, like, leave the house for like an hour. Just give me ever all the space so that I can just be free as a bird and just let it go, you know? And I think dance and movement in any capacity can help anyone at any age feel into their body and connect and just play more and, and just experience that feeling of like, ah, it doesn't matter. you like, your age is literally just a number at that point. And I, I think that's a normalization of aging in itself of just like, you can dress however you want. You look gorgeous, by the way, you can shop wherever you want. You can say whatever you want. Like if anything, my grandmother, she was married five times. She dressed however she wanted. She shopped at similar stores. She did and said whatever she wanted, the higher in age she got because she just started like she, and she always wore makeup. She always looked good, loved her jewelry and earrings and just played. And I just, I'll always remember that because I'm like, oh, what a great example I had to look at of your grandmother, your grandmother and I could be friends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, if she was still here, but she's definitely, she's definitely with me all the time. I always like channel her and she was an artist. And I feel like any woman, like she matches the epitome of what I would want when I'm 80 of just play joy, gardening, doing the things that are like, this is the purpose, not like, you know, like the real purpose of life, which is to live. <laughs> so right. uh, I love it. I love it so much. And again, going back to that human connection piece that we talked about, what is something or someone that made you realize that? Like, because I know for me, I, I haven't gone through deep, deep moments of isolation only in certain times of my life, but I know the only way out was through talking to someone was through connecting with another woman was crying with my best friends, just having retreats, doing all of those things. And I'm so grateful. I realized that, but was there a person that made you realize that or come out of a dark place that, you know, really sparked that human connection piece for you? So interestingly enough, I have been very, very fortunate in my life. I am rich with connection. I have, you know, friendships that are older than you (laughs) and not by a little bit, like by a lot. Uh, And I have friendships that I have made over the last couple of years through Clubhouse and Cool Life. Yeah. So 
when I speak about, but, but interestingly enough, this question would have been meaningless to me three mm. weeks ago, mm. but interestingly enough, I had a few really tough, tough days on my most recent journey. I recently spent three weeks in Cartagena, Colombia. I had visitors for part of it, but, and, but then I was alone for a good chunk of time, which ordinarily has never been an issue before. I spent 14 days completely solo in Dubrovnik, Croatia and loved every moment of it. However, for whatever reason, and I don't know, because we are complex organisms, it could be hormonal, even at this stage of the game, it could have been a hormonal shift. I don't know what happened, Talia, but I got really sad. And I was going to use depressed, but depressed, sad. I got really sad. Sad enough that there were a couple of days where there was no shower and there was no getting out of pajamas. And I'm in another country. Nobody knows where I am. Nobody can keep track of me. I'm isolated. So no one can come knocking on the door and say, hey, get in the shower. I'm making you a cup of tea. We're talking this out. And that, that two or three days that I was in that space, I'm thank goodness that I had the ability, my frontal lobe had the ability to recognize that it was a circumstance mm-hmm. and a situation. And I literally made a cognate, cognizant decision to allow the sadness. Instead of fighting it, I mm-hmm. literally let myself go further into it and accepted it and let it wash over me in a way that I've never experienced before. But I was like, this is my opportunity to, to let, let me feel this because it's been presented to me. It was awful. It was awful. And anyone who spends a significant part of their time in that space, my heart goes out to them. And I want, I want them to get help. I want them Right. to not feel that way because for a couple of days that's that's okay i mean it was it was uncomfortable but yeah yeah so i, yeah, I no. realized just how how isolation could I, mine was self-induced and i was able to get out of it i just came home a day early yeah if you're not able to fix it if you're isolated by circumstances that are out of your control holy cow yeah Oh, Jack, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That is so vulnerable and courageous of you. And I just, I just see that. And I feel that when you explained that I have felt that multiple times in, you know, different seasons, different phases, different circumstances, like you're saying, and yes, it might've been self-induced because you were in a different country and no one could, and no one knew, and you didn't want to tell them because you didn't you know, you didn't have energy to, you didn't, you couldn't even hold energy for yourself. And then you just, it clicked for you. Oh, let me just go through this because if you allow it to go through you, then it will, it will be done. It will exit eventually. And so I'm so glad to hear that you were able to have some light come out of that darkness because it happens. That is the human experience in itself. That alone is the matchup with being alive. And even when we're sad, we still know we're alive because we're able to be sad and then go through it and then 
now we're here talking about it. And you said, you know, three weeks ago, you would have not even been able to probably answer that question because you didn't have much of the human connection go on. And now you're like, now I'm back and I'm talking to me and we're, you know, you have your life now that you're back in and it's, it's cultivating more of those moments of human connection any way you can, whether it's having more calls with friends that you've had for so long or the new friends that you know would understand too, or getting on clubhouse and joining a room and just listening to someone talk, putting on a podcast like this one, like any type of human connection is the cure. I say that all the time. I'm like, it's the cure to everything. So I'm so glad you were able to, yeah. Yeah. As this is a podcast interview, I get that, but we're still connecting. 100%. Yeah. And we're still having real conversation and I feel your energy and it, and I can feel it flow through me and I'm presuming you can feel mine and it flows through you. And that, that, even though we're not in the same room physically, I can still feel your energy coming through and it feels good. I mean, (laughs) you know, it's, 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 it's uplifting. It's yeah. 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 It's so powerful too. And I think for everyone listening, you know, being able to connect with your body through articles that are on cool life to be able to connect with other women, their experiences, their knowledge, what they've learned, what they've gone through, connecting through words, connecting through phone, voice, like any of it, it's so real. And if you can find a split second of courage to book that flight home early, to call your partner, to call a friend, to, you know, even go outside, get some fresh air and connect with the earth you know, it's just, it's all human experience. And I think that's just the whole process of it. So thank you for sharing that. I'm so glad I asked that question that literally came out of nowhere. So. (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, that question would have been answered very differently three weeks ago, but yes, I completely agree. This is why I asked this question and it was supposed to be answered today, not three weeks ago. Like how I would have been confused three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those moments of darkness create the clarity though, that we're looking for the clarity that we're needing in that moment we get, we just have to trust that we're going to get it. And now you have it. Now we're here. So let's keep it going. I do want to just take a couple more minutes to really just hone in on the aging process. So as a 30 year old right now, and majority of my listeners are between, like I said, 24 to, I would say around 50. Um, year olds going through some change, wanting some change, craving some shifts in their life, whether that's with relationships, their environment, their careers, their mindsets, it all intertwines anyway. But how can we normalize the process of our bodies aging and, you know, our, our bodies, our physical bodies going through a change? How can we deal with that? Like mentally, like what are some ways to normalize that to ourselves? Well, you know, that's, that's, that's a big ticket item right there, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we're, we're, con- we're concerned about society changing and showing us women that look more, you know, aged when they're shopping and all of these different things, but I want to be the change. I want my listeners to be the change first. So how can we normalize it for ourselves And then when we start creating the advertisements, when our generation starts being the ones that are, you know, higher up in roles in management and corporations, the ones running all of this, this life that we see, how can we be the change just shifting our our own? 
That is a great question. And, and honestly, I believe that how we normalize it for ourselves is to share and learn from one another mm. more meaning. And I'll give you, I'll give you a, a quick example. A lot of women in at this stage of their life are watching their children leave transition out of the house. And so they're, they're going from full house to empty nest. Here are two scenarios that, could, and there's a gajillion in between these two scenarios, but I'm going to give you two scenarios that I, that I actually know exist, existed. One is passport in hand, ready to go out the door. See you later, kid. Thank God I'm out of motherhood prison. The other one is what am I going to do? I'm sitting in his room. I'm refolding his clothes that he left behind. You know, how is he doing? I miss him. I, I can't, you know, I can't, I'm not making dinner for anyone anymore. It hurts. It's I'm grieving. They're both, they're both available. <laughs> they're both normal. And they both can happen to the same person at different times. So just knowing that. And so if you're, if you know that, if you're better armed because you've been reading the articles from the experts, you've been sharing with other women, you've been hearing what other women's experiences are, then when you feel the feel, when you have the emotion, when you're in that place, to know that you're not standing there solo, alone, with no one around you. I think that's when we get wiggy, when we think we're being weird or this is only happening to us or we're the ones that are, you know, no, you're not alone. And I think that helps us normalize in our own head, meaning like, okay, I'm having one of those days where I'm grief stricken that my son went away. Okay, that's normal. I'm just going to get through the day. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make myself feel better, blah, blah, blah. Okay, today I'm having one of those days where you know, the other thing is happening. Well, guess what? That's normal too. And I shouldn't feel guilt about it or be shamed by anyone because I'm not a good mother, because I'm not grieving the loss of the kid. Cause oh, it's, and so that's what I'm talking about. How we can normalize it for ourselves is by becoming more informed and talking to each other and being more transparent and vulnerable about what's really going on. I think that we do each other a disservice by pretending we have it all together all the time. Mm, that's the nail on the head right there. Because women in society are forced to, you know, do it, shut up, <laughs> grow, but don't be too loud, but also, you know, do everything yeah. and smile. And then also make sure you have your makeup on and you're not overweight. Here's the thing that's killing me yet again. The fact that you're saying that at 30 that that is still the messaging. There was an ad when I was a kid. So I think this was like in the seventies and it was for, for a perfume. And it was this woman in like this satin slip dress in the kitchen. And she had the perfume in her hand or whatever, but the, the, the jingle was, I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan and never, never let you forget you're the man. Okay. So what I, I go work. I do all the house chores and I pleasure my man. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that yeah. was the messaging. Yeah. That was the messaging. And yeah. I'm hearing you speak to me and I'm not hearing a different message. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. And I think it, it, it that's why 
I asked the question of like, how can we start switching this now for anyone that's 20 and 30 and 40 even to be like, no, it's not about give, 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 give so that you have nothing left. It's about, oh, give to yourself so that you can fill your cup and check in with yourself if you're feeling down and not feel guilt and, you know, be able to live your life how you want to say what you want, which aligns with everything I teach and and coach about is just align with what's inside of you. Don't hide it because if you do hide it, then the longer it's going to hurt and the more it's going to just start getting more chaotic inside of you, you're going to want to lose it. And so instead be yourself now, say what you want, wear what you want and continue that process as you grow and learn and age, you become wiser. If you do it in the sense of I'm aligning with my soul, I know what I want. I know who I want. I know what I don't want. And my husband and I, we talk about this all the time because we both come from traditional families. Both of our parents have been married 30 plus years. They, their parents were married. Like it was just a whole generation of follow this. The man goes to work. The wife stays home, raises the kids, just this whole process. And I'm like, babe, I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to do this. And he's like, awesome. Let's do it together. Like teamwork. Great. And we're like, yeah, I need help cleaning. Like, I'm not going to do it myself. Like I can't, like, it's huge. I can't do it by myself. It's going to take too long. And we're both, we, we have those conversations now because we see, well, I'm equal to you. I am not your slave. I am not your, you know, and we respect each other. I think that might be what was missing in society. And what now is being awakened of, oh, I actually respect my partner. I actually respect women. Yeah. Don't even get me started on like how women are literally goddesses. Like I talk about this all the time with like, we can bring life into this world. We are a portal to like another world. We can bring life. Like why are we not the leaders of the whole world? I don't even know. I, I don't know. I, I so agree we can create another human. We can make it and get it out and not only keep it alive, but have it thrive with no additional resources. No additional resources, just your boob. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. I mean, I, and I that's agree. why, yeah, I, I just think it's, it, I think what you're doing is so valuable. And I just, I want to normalize this conversation more and more because now that I know your resources out there, I'll definitely be promoting it. And knowing that this, this is something that needs to be talked about clearly, like we're both so fired up right now. And I love that because that's passion and purpose and intention. And it's just going to spread a wildfire. I already know. Absolutely. From your mouth to the universe's ears. <laughs> I'm really good at manifesting. So you're welcome. No, <laughs> okay. hey, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, Jack, was there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? I used to end every podcast last year with asking for, you know, like a final tidbit or a final tip or really anything that you want to leave us with about your topic today, which would be normalizing the aging process. So is there anything you want to leave us with? I do, actually. I want everyone here listening today to remember that there is a huge chasm between mini skirts and depends, adult diapers. 
And it's in that space that we can live our cool life. Mm, powerful words. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Jack. I love that. I love the imagery there because they are very similar, but there is a big, big gap that we're missing. Right. So, oh, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. I'll definitely put all of your links and resources to your membership and to your platform in the show notes. So, oh, thank you, Jack. This has been an awesome pleasure. And I'm sure you and I will be talking soon back in Cup of Joy. We 100% will. I'll see you there. All right. Bye-bye. Wow. 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 Oh my goodness. If you loved Jack, just like I did, you definitely want to head down into the show notes and click on all of her amazing links. She has her membership, she's got downloadable resources and so much more. So go ahead and head on over to her Instagram and get on her email list. She's just incredible. So thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating for this podcast if you haven't already. And I will see you next Monday.